Schumacher hits David Coulthard and is out. George Russell is the Formula 2 champion. Oh! Hitchcock with a big one. Big one. Tom, you'll probably hear my radio before I will. Will you let me know? Probably. Yeah, of course I will. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, yep, Carl's in his car again. I'm back and... in the Volvo. Yay. Um, and... Yeah. And we're also sorry. back on the podcast. So sorry for yeah. last week, life and shit. And yeah, stuff in you the had way. shows. I had, I was, yeah. I was double jobbing doing yeah. two produ- film productions it, and I was up Killarney Mountains and things. It just wasn't going to happen. It's fine. So um, apo- we had the best intention. Ironically, we had the best intentions because we were like, oh, we do it on Sunday. And then my wife then rolled in with a massive hangover and that just wasn't <laughs> going to happen. I'm sure she's going to love love you for saying that. Yeah. Well, she was um, she was out at her, um, uh, Olivia, um, our, our bridesmaids, Hendu, um, okay. from... Our bridesmaids from six years ago. Jesus. Yeah. Time is flying. It is. It really is. And I was at your wedding venue a few weeks back for someone else's wedding. So oh, that was, yeah. That was that was fun. How was your uh, week? Yeah, it's good. Uh, I was doing show. I was doing My Fair Lady in Ascot. Oh, it's such fun. a shit show. No it's offense. Not. To, it's I not. Hate... It's a good show. It's a good no. show. It's weirdly my mum's favourite one. Yeah, it's fun. It's 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 timeless. It's timeless. It's, it's a good show. shite. But, yeah, uh, but you know me. If it's anything like longer than 30 years ago i just don't want to be involved yeah but the thing is it, it is the kind of show that does hold up over time as well and it is fun and if the fact that it's based in ascot and we did it in ascot as well it's well not based oh, yeah. in ascot, it's based I mean, in there's london. a whole section of ascot yeah. in there isn't yeah it? it's based in london but it's uh yeah it's there's some sections in ascot it's very very fun but um i had to do a um the, the youth theater version i had to do their um their youth show on the saturday morning which was fine so i was okay. trying to do everything all posh and wireless and i was moving my laptop down into the orchestra pit um so because they're they're little kids you know you can't hear them so to do the sound cues i needed to be close to them because they didn't have radio well, what's mics. the youth version what so, the same show no no they just do like a device piece oh, so right. I, I went down into the orchestra pit to do that and then dropped my laptop and uh and basically the whole screen detaches from the laptop now but oh, mine does that but it's meant to yeah mine doesn't uh, it's not <laughs> supposed to and all but every every time i open it up more bits of plastic fall out of it <laughs> Right, which is, which is the laptop that I'm using for this podcast. Now, I I want to buy a tower and run it off off a, off a home computer, um, but I can't afford it. As my kitchen has gone two grand over budget. So the problem uh, is, if you need to buy it, if you need to buy, if you need to buy a tower, you also need the no. Oh, who's lost what? Yeah, so who's I, lost I sounds? think I think I lost oh. you. I think I lost. Well, you. I saw your face. Yeah, because I was, wow, that's interesting. So what you need is to buy. Oh, I went all crazy. That <laughs> yeah. probably means that I got a text or something. No, yeah. no, no idea. No, no. no okay. Sorry, I'm, running off, I'm running off my phone. Um, what, now, now, the fun thing is, if you buy a tower, you're going to have to buy a laptop as well. Well, no, because I'm going to keep the laptop. I'm going to get it repaired. I thought it's breaking. Well, it's breaking, but I'll get it repaired. Okay. And then I will, um, oh, apparently... Um, Alexa just said she doesn't know that one. I don't know what I asked her, but uh, yeah. Um, yes, so I'll get the laptop repaired, and then once I've got everything on a tower, then I will okay. like send the laptop off off to like um, finishing school and get 
wiped and start again and just use it for shows and stuff. School. Yeah, or I don't know. I don't know where, where, no, that's where like where go. posh kids get posh yeah. women go, isn't I'll, it? I'll, I'll, I'll send it to. Uh, Are you going to send it? Is he joining, making it join Bridgerton or something? Something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it somewhere to be like um, just uh, just wiped. completely revamped and and start again because it's it's still you know it's still a powerful laptop. It's just it, it just the graphics processor on it gets absolutely destroyed when I do stuff like this. The irony being the irony being that your laptop is a gaming laptop compared to mine which yeah. is a like a windows special but my laptop is my six... windows sort of survives yeah. quite well but my laptop is six years old and it's it's running various different things at the same time is it sad that technology is old after six years yeah, yeah. like but it's, it's still like it's still mad, strong it? it's still decent uh enough it's just it's not really designed to run you know three screens mm. and various different types of draining software all at the same time so yeah it's fine it's fine but anyway should we um should we talk about some formula one uh the race yeah. was not particularly <laughs> do you know what uh, it was, was a moments. dull sandwich it was a dull sandwich it was, was quite exciting at the beginning then it was really boring in the middle and everyone just wanted some lettuce or some tomato or something to spice in it, spice it up in the middle. But there was nothing forthcoming, and then it was just a bit manic at the end. But yeah, and, and even the manic at the end was just like, oh, that but was. By the, but by the time we got to the end, it was just like, well, we know nothing's going to happen. Because nothing yeah. has happened for the last forty laps, so you know you've got you've got Bottas chasing, you've got Hamilton chasing, and it's just like well, yeah. nothing's going to happen. So yeah, just kind yeah. of whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Because we need the DRS train. Everyone was moaning about wanting the DRS open, and as soon as it opened, they just turned into DRS trains. Yeah. So it didn't happened. really make anything different. Exactly. We were just want. I think we were just wanted the DRS open just for the sake of the DRS being open, not for actually any useful reason. Well, the the hope was that it would improve the racing, but it just didn't. Did um. It? Yeah. So shall I shall I do my race review? Go on then. Which uh, keep in mind that I I oh, watched. Yes. Have you race. added the spring race as well? Uh, yeah, I, I normally do a bit of a, a bit of a kind of a, a tribute to the sprint race at the start, but I include it in the two minutes. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I watched this race. I finished watching this race, I think, 11 hours ago uh, and I've slept. So and I was very tired when I watched it. So <laughs> it's probably not going to be the best. But let, let's see. Let's see. It's the two minute challenge. The sprint was its usual unconvincing self, somewhat better than a qualifying uh, session, but then proceeded to undo all the randomness caused by the unusually chaotic qualifying session. Sainz recovered back to a decent grid slot and Magnussen gradually dropped back to where the hash should be. Mercedes used the, showed that they're no longer used to fighting in the midfield as they weren't able to get Hamilton or Russell anywhere near the points. The race, though, with rain on track would surely throw up something special. Ferrari returned home in front of the Tifosi with, uh, with the hope of a home win, but those hopes were halved on lap one when Bottas bumped into Ricardo, which caused Sainz to spin out. Uh, second second one-lap retirement in a row. Leclerc added to Ferrari's rose with a slow start and got passed by both Perez and Norris. With Russell, key beneficiary in the lap one chaos, moved up to sixth, while Hamilton gained one place in midfield obscurity. Schumacher proved the Haas wasn't as bad as everyone thought it was last year by repeating his 2021 antics and Magnussen pushed on in the points. 
proving that, uh, yeah, a, a good driver does make a difference. The safety car uh, for Sainz lasted just three laps and the rapidly drying track already became virtually impossible to overtake. Alonso's side pod exploded after contact with Schumacher and Alonso became the second and final retirement. In a race, it really needed some retirements, to be fair. Leclerc, clearly much mm. faster than Norris, blasted past and drove away uh, towards Perez and Russell made a meal of getting past Magnussen, but to his credit, made the pass count eventually, more than others managed during the race. The track, now dry enough for slicks, caused a plethora of pit stops and those who waited a lap generally lost out. No, no one more so than Hamilton, who, when Ocon was released into his path, caused a pit lane collision, allowing Albon and Gasly to jump between them. Hamilton then spent the rest of the race looking at Gasly's rear wing. Leclerc was pushing Perez solidly and tried to, book to, tried to box for softs in the later stages to pressure Rebel into a mistake uh, and then it was uh, Leclerc that then made that mistake, uh, promoting Lando to third and dropping Leclerc back to seventh. He inevitably did recover to fourth with Bottas recovering from a slow pit stop uh, to, and being pushed by Russell to finish fifth and sixth. Verstappen cruised home unchallenged predominantly because everyone else kept making mistakes. Um... You get so distracted by that countdown thing every time. Yep, every time. Guaranteed. Every time. Every time. Uh, right, where should we start? Where should we start? Shall we start at the Red Bull dominance? The Red Bull dominance. Okay, that's weird when we were talking about a Ferrari dominance last week, but yeah. I know. It. Weirdly, it was Red Bull dominant, wasn't it, this week? Well, not well, last was week. It, was, was it dominance or was it that Leclerc just threw it away? Because he was... No, he, it was dominance. I think they... I mean... Like this, the, what really confused me was this was their first one too since, since Malaysia 2016. 2016. I was yeah. like, "What? That makes no sense to me. How can this be the first one too?" Well, because um, they they didn't. Bearing in mind, Perez nobody, has only ever never won. So, yeah. well, no, Perez has won a couple of races, but um, they've basically Who hasn't won then. Oh, signs. Sorry, that was it. Yeah. So last year. Nobody got a one-two apart from McLaren because of yeah. it was just Hamilton Verstappen all the time. And then Red Bull haven't had a winning car since 2013. Yeah. Like a, a regular winning car since 2013. So that kind of makes sense, 2016. That was yeah. the last time. That was the race. If you ever see the shot of Hamilton um, when he looked like he was going to bring the championship back into his own hands in 2016 and then it's got yeah. his engine blowing up and him going, no, 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 over the radio. Mm. That was Malaysia 2016. Uh. So Hamilton was winning by a country mile. Rosberg was like in fifth and it was Red Bull second and third. Hamilton blew up yeah. and then Red Bull got the one-two and then Rosberg got a decent finish. And, then... and there's your history lesson with Tom Horrocks. Yes. Um... Rosberg <laughs> cruised her the championship from there. So uh, Yeah, so back to this race. So yeah, anyway, uh, we, yeah, it was good to be, it was good to see them actually there. It did Leclerc, but the fact that Leclerc did throw it away, granted, um, that obviously bumped Perez up and well no Perez was ahead of him wasn't he so for me like you look at the weekend and the rain affected qualifying session mixed things up and that could have been anyone well, the qualifying was more interesting than the fucking yeah, race but... and then sprint was grand yeah but so the, the qualifying could have been anybody's and in some ways you I mean I'm glad he didn't get penalized but Verstappen could easily have been penalized for for setting a fastest lap whilst driving past the stationary car now I'm certain at the start of the season they said that they were going to change it so that if you pass if there's a double wave yellow all lap times are deleted to stop people trying to drive past incidents too fast but that yeah. hasn't seemed to have transpired at all so I don't oh, know yeah, what we had that discussion that. ages ago about yeah that. but that that doesn't seem to be happening so I mean I'm fine with yeah. it as long as they're consistent and to be fair to them they have been consistent so far this year with it but yeah. anyone could have got pole it was just a complete lottery so if Verstappen got it that's fine Leclerc got the lead off from the sprint, was dominating the sprint, looked like he was going to win win by country mile, but he burnt his tyres out, put him on the back foot, put him on the, um, put him on second spot in the grid, made a bad start, 
yeah. then chasing the race made a mistake. So I think it's all down to Leclerc. I think if that's if they swap around, if that's Verstappen in the Ferrari and Leclerc in the in the Red Bull in that race, I think Verstappen's probably still winning that race. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I say the Red Bull dominance, the Red Bull drivers' dominance is more. Yeah, it was yeah, a, it was I a Verstappen dominance. That, yeah, Leclerc threw it away. Yeah, Leclerc. I mean, literally binned it, um, and I don't quite even know. I think he was trying to go for fast lap and just went a bit crazy over the. I mean, I was calling it. I was saying um, to Emily when we were watching it, I was like, look, if I'm Ferrari, I'm bringing the Claire in right now for soft tyres to try and undercut Perez. And then as I said that, he pulled into the pits. It's like, oh, well done, Ferrari. Oh, sorry. It made sense. But then then that that lap that he obviously spun out on, that he was just pushing it too hard to try and get around, to try and get the fastest lap, just to save any point. And ironically, by doing that, he then lost even more points. I think he was trying to pressure Perez, but then ended up pushing too hard and got greedy, took too much curb, and then that was it. That's, you know, he was very lucky not to retire from the race, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it was touch and go. It was a a poor, poor performance from Charles Leclerc, I have to say. I put him, I I, I gave him a five in my my ratings, a D I gave him, which I'll I'll put put him on Twitter after this race. Yeah, he did nothing. He did absolutely nothing. Um, And... Um, and and then and I mean Ferraris just were completely off the boil. Like I don't know whether ironically, well, the Ferraris dropped... don't like Imola or what yeah. the story was, but Science well, dropping it as well. I think maybe, maybe it's pressure. Science dropped it in qualifying. Um, it was wasn't his fault in the race. He had a great sprint and he looked like he was set up for a good race performance. I reckon he probably would have got at least fourth, but probably even yeah. third. But yeah, it's just. Yeah, they just bottled. It seemed like they just bottled under the pressure. Not so much science in the race because that wasn't his fault, but yeah. um, certainly Leclerc did. And it's yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's good because like for the championship, it's it's left. It's made things open again. I mean, the championship, the the, the teams championship. What have we got? Ferrari 124 points, Rebel 113. It's brought them straight back into it. But is this going to now become? We we've just swapped Mercedes for Ferrari. I think it's going to ebb and flow like it did last year. Um, you know where Red Bull had the best car, and then for a lot of the season, and then Mercedes found something to pull them back into it, and they optimized, and then they end up having the better car at the end, and then it was Red Bull that were then hanging on, and then Red Bull end up getting the victory. It's I think it's going to be very similar to that. I don't think it's going to be quite as dramatic as last year, but it's certainly yeah. going to ebb and flow depending on on tracks and updates and and various yeah. things. But uh, yeah, one thing's for sure: um, I don't think Mercedes are going to be in that fight. Yeah, let's talk about Mercedes then. Or the fail oh. of Mercedes. Oh, um, where to start? Where to start? It's just it's woeful at the moment, isn't it? It's it's just yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's like yeah. I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, even on on a wet track that doesn't require a lot of downforce in these sections, it's still bouncing up and down on the straights. It's just it's just such a it's such a just it's just a fuck up really. It's just yeah. a massive fuck up and. Mercedes have got to take responsibility because they had so much time to prepare for this. They put virtually no development into their 2020 car. They put virtually no development into their 2021 car. And their 2022 car is a pile of shit. Yeah. It's, yeah I mean, it seems like they've been chasing these silver bullets instead of, you know, Ferrari have bought virtually no updates to this car at all since yeah. uh, since testing. They've just been optimizing the car they've got. They'll probably end up bringing a B-spec car midway through the season with loads and loads of updates and then be another second up the road. Yeah, and Mercedes are still think, trying to optimize their current package. I, I think I think a lot of it is they've been trying to be too clever, mm. not in in engineering but in design. 
more yeah, with I the no so. side pods thing mm. and and trying to make it look amazing and thinking they had it all and then gone oh fuck we don't know how this car works um we don't know how ground effect works we haven't really thought about it we just tried to make it look a really cool car i think they i think really they thought about like. it and i think they tried to be too clever and pushed every extreme to the limit and then obviously once you've got this this porpoising issue which they can't simulate for some reason um I, i'm not i'm not i'm not having a go at that i just i just don't understand why you can't simulate that but um apparently you can't so you know no no team simulated yeah. it so it's not like it's a mercedes only thing yeah. but the team with the biggest side pods is the team that are struggling the least because they've got so much more rigidity in the floor because the side pods are, are supporting the floor so straight away the fact that mercedes don't have any side pods is probably the reason why it's struggling so much yeah but I mean, I do agree. I mean, that's the that's the obvious one. Like, the engine, no, no, there was no um, Mercedes engine failures this year, this week, um, and and so maybe the engine's been switched down now, so we can't put that back on. Which was originally the thought was that I it was never, all Mercedes engines. I never thought um, it was the engine. At no yeah. point did I think it was the engine. Well, I did reason. only because the McLaren, the Merck, and, and the, uh, Aston. the Aston were all just shockingly shit. But but ironically, the Aston and the McLarens did quite well this week. Yeah. Um, so that sort of brings that point that for me it was you and actually yeah. you know Russell did quite well this week. So yeah. I don't hang on. This is the thing: is it Mercedes or is it Hamilton? So is it the driver yeah. or is it the car? I, I I don't I don't think it's I don't think we should write we can write Hamilton off by any sense of the imagination but but I, you look at the performances and I think it's probably two all between Hamilton and Russell I know Russell's beaten Hamilton in three of the races one of them was down to the safety car but Hamilton's had the pace over Russell in three out of the four races so far but hmm. Russell's outperformed Hamilton in two of the races. And yeah, Hamilton's had two bad qualifying sessions as well, and that has heavily affected the races. Now he needs to sort his qualifying out, and I think that's probably where it where it comes down to that one lap pace. It's just not there at the moment for him, and and that's what's compromising him in well, races. No, he was never the greatest qualifier. Let's be honest, because Bottas would always wipe him in qualifying. Well, you know, <laughs> statistically, the greatest qualifier in Formula One history is not a but great you know qualifier. What I mean. No, Bottas didn't always beat Hamilton. Bottas beat Hamilton probably twenty percent of the time, but last mm. year hardly beat him at all. You know, yeah. because Hamilton raised his game. It's, Bottas could beat Hamilton in qualifying because Hamilton always sets up for the race. But I think he's yeah. got to reevaluate that this year because of the way the car is. I think he has to go more for that, get start as high as possible, then try and hang on as opposed to focus on the race. And then, you know, it will sort itself out because on tracks like Imola, it's just not going to do that. When we get to Monaco, what the hell is he going to do? He's just going to be sitting in a midfield, not passing because, you know, he, he had one lap. Yeah. One lap in clear air all weekend, and that we and sorry, I beg your pardon, just burping away there. Jesus all race, Christ! All race—that's what I get for drinking diet coke while I'm on a podcast. Um, all race, he had one lap where he was where he wasn't in uh, dirty air, and that lap at that time set the quickest lap of the race. Obviously, it wasn't the quickest yeah. lap of the race overall, but it shows that he yeah. did have pace there, but he just couldn't use it. I mean, he was all over the back of Gasly for the whole race. <laughs> Gasly was just sitting. Did you see in... the meme the, uh, that came in the, earlier of the gate with yes. the grass either side of it? <laughs> yeah, like that a closed gate, but an open either side of it, and then yeah. the gate was Gasly, and Hamilton was the man trying to get over it, and then yeah. just failed. Ironically, um, the man looked a lot like Yuki Tsunoda, though. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Notice that uh, a bit taller, um, but yeah, oh, you, like, Yuki did well though. Jesus, 
And to be honest, yeah, Ayuki did well, Bottas did well. You know, Gasly was having a crap bit of a shit time. Gasly's uh, not had a great season. No, he is not. I mean, I look at. I was. I. I didn't actually realize this. But, but Gasly's looking, just doing Gasly things. He's just. Well, he's not though. It's like I look at the first race of the season, Bahrain. I've, I've got my notes for him for Bahrain was uh, was bottom end points until retirement looked average, and then for Saudi, I've got went missing in the race, disappointing, um, <laughs> and then we've got uh, for for Australia another mare race, <laughs> and then this week, um, poor weekends. Especially when you can see what Snowdo could do, you know he's. And he's, again, we've hit that. Yeah, Snowdo is. Yeah, Snowdo. He's not the rookie anymore. He's getting his feet on the ground, hmm. um, and he. We always knew that Snowdo was actually a good driver in there. Like it was just that he was slightly lost and slightly too short for the dashboard. Yeah. Um, and that was and and lots of rookie errors, which is grand, you know. Gr- um joe did the same thing joe had a, like joe in qualifying was amazing until he affected it his race um, was terrible again he's just gone yeah. missing in the race again he's another one then, he's, he's had one good race out of four and then the, the other three have just been what yeah but joe is the rookie and i'm not too yeah. fast do you know what yeah, i mean got, like, i'm not gonna write him off. off no i'm not, I'm not gonna write him off this year um i'm not gonna and... write him off but i'm not gonna give him a free pass he does need no. to improve but i do i do quite like like joe um but, um, I mean, Latifi is just Latifi now, so he's just doing... Like, I'm talking about all the lower ranks yeah. here, just going through all the, the ones be- that basically failed. Yeah, Latifi That's... is becoming an embarrassment. He really is. And he's just being well, to be fair on him, he did fuck all this week. Well, that's the problem. He did, he, yeah, but he yeah. did fuck all. And he didn't spin out for once. My, my notes for him was he didn't wreck it. That's an improvement. <laughs> yeah, he has improved. He generally has yeah. improved. He, congratulations, you didn't cost your team £500,000 in repairs. Yeah. Well done. Um, well done on that, which daddy's paying for anyway, let's be honest. Yeah, it's, just, um, it's embarrassing. It is. But like, there's the rumour of PK coming in, isn't there? Is there? Yeah. Is it See, PK? I, with this... P, who's that? Who's that? Uh, who's that? Renault or Alpine? Uh, P- Piastri. Piastri, sorry, Piastri coming in. So, I mean, I, I've literally been in a black box all week, so I've missed yeah. loads of news. Um, so that's the rumor was is now that Piastri's coming in to well talking to Williams. Okay. Um, and who else was it? It was it might have even been Aston, but I don't. Yeah, may, I think it was Aston. Um, which seems a bit strange. It was weirdly a load very... of Mercedes. It was weirdly yeah. a load of Mercedes engines cars. I would be um, surprised if if Alpine wanted to put Piastri in Aston because they will probably be direct competitors. But yeah. Williams, I can see, uh, and also Haas would be another one. But yeah. I think I think they've got to stick with Magnussen and well, Magnussen um, has now got a two year deal. Mickey. And, Mickey. and Sh- Schumacher is part is part of the Ferrari. Yeah. Alliance. So I can't see any way. There's no room at the inner no. house. No. So I think it's Williams. But then how much does PK come so money wise? Piastri. Piastri, sorry. Um, he doesn't. Money? He doesn't have money. He's he's a, he's an Aussie kid with virtually, with you know, just kind of general corporate backing yeah. that he's managed to acquire himself. Everyone brings some kind of money. but Yeah, yeah. But as in, um, yeah, he's not going to bring daddy's, daddy's no, millions. No, no. He's he's um, there on talent. He's there completely on talent. Um, which is probably causing him part of the problem at the moment is that, you know, yeah. there's daddy's money but the, floating around. But the problem is Alpine have got a great talent there and they've got somebody that I would actually like to talk about later on uh, in, in Fernando Alonso in that 
he seems like he just can just do what he wants and race when he wants for as long as he wants. But realistically, him staying there with Ocon on that long contract is hurting Alpine. And they either need to get Ocon out of that contract or get Alonso out at the end of the season. Why? Because, because neither of them are doing anything. Yeah, Piastri needs to be in that car. Because if, if, they're, if they're racing Piastri as high as they are, that he needs to be in that car for when they become competitive to be their, you know, their Alonso of 2005 to push forward. If they end up, if they end up, say, with a competitive car next year and then Ocon doesn't hit the heights that they had hoped, which, you know, he still doesn't look like he's quite going to be there. And then Alonso, you know, finally does hit that cliff and drops off the performance. They're going to be mired in the midfield getting average performances when they could be winning races. And if Piastri yeah. is as good as they think he is, he needs to be in that car next season. Yeah. And I, just... um, I do think that, but then Alonso, Alonso's grand. I think Alonso is a good racer um, and a good driver, if you will. Um, and I'm not just saying this because Bez will be down my throat if I don't, although he's enjoying time in Monaco at the moment. He is. He is in um, Monaco. <laughs> he's sending us lots of pictures of Monaco, um, which is racing a Formula E next week. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, so... Um, I do think Alonso is a great, good, great, great racer. Um, I've got his um, book on pre-order, um, but I do worry that he's he is getting old. But then, so is Vettel, so is Hamilton. Um, yeah, but I he's think substantially older. He's four years older than Hamilton. Who is he? Vet, he's the oldest Vet, on track now. Yeah, he's now he's in his forties now. I think he's forty. I don't think he's forty-one yet. I'm pretty sure he turned yeah. forty. Um, just before the start of this season. So he's 40 now. Hamilton's 37. Vettel's, what, 35, 36? So he, yeah, he's uh, only my age. Alonso's, yeah. Alonso's got the... Um, definitely, there is a definite drop-off in ability generally once you're in your 40s. Yeah. And it varies from person to person, obviously, but there just generally is a bigger drop-off. But I'm just concerned. Like He's, he's shown pace this year, definitely, but he's on mm. two points. He's got two points. The only people behind him are Joe, Albon, Stroll, Schumacher, Hulkenberg, and Latifi. Mm-hmm. And obviously Hulkenberg's not going, probably not going to race again this year. Yeah. But he's got two points. You know, Vettel's ahead of him, and Vettel hasn't raced in two races this year, and one race was absolutely appalling. Yeah, and, Gasly, and they, Gasly, but Vettel did make up points this week. Yes, this week. Yeah, but only four points. He's had one point mm-hmm. finish, and he's already ahead of Alonso. He's raced in four mm-hmm. races. You know, I know Alonso's had had the retirement as well, but then yeah. you know you've got the first race he just fell away with tires. Second race he had issues. Um, no, he didn't second race he was okay. Third race he had issues, and then this race obviously he had issues. But it's, I'm just a bit concerned that you know he needs but to get that, on top of this. Is that the car though, or is that him? Well, the car's quick. Ocon, but Alcon's not really doing much either. No, no. But the thing is, he's this is what I'm concerned about. He's has he lost that, that racecraft or is he starting to lose that racecraft? Because the, the cars look quick at times, but Ocon hasn't been able to make it to the same level that Alonso has yet. Ocon's the one sitting there with 20 points. Yeah. And Alonso's got two. Yeah. That's it my concern. Up. Yeah, I suppose that does. When you when you look at the points and the points don't lie, mm. you know, that's where I mean, really we are st- looking at we still have what nineteen more races to go, so it's it's probably a bit early to be talking about that. I'm just I'm just concerned. At what point do we need to worry about Alonso? Because <laughs> it's like, at what point do we worry about that Mercedes aren't going to get the championship this year? I don't think um, they will. Like, but in the same way, like, is it too early to talk about these things? Because let's be honest, contracts are being snapped up already 
signs is obviously on another contract, two-year contract, um, well, which I wonder if they're thinking, can I, can I rip this up yet? Um, well, let's look at the grid. So we've got Leclerc, long-term contract. Verstappen, long-term contract. Perez, that's that seat's oh, available. Yeah. Uh, Russell has got at least two years. Um, Sainz just signed. Norris just signed. Hamilton's got a contract for next year. Bottas has got a contract. Uh, he for next could year. be on the way out. Let's be honest. Well, no, he's got a contract. So at the moment, we can't discuss that. You know, we can't yeah. say he is contracted. The same way that Ocon is contracted for yeah, yeah. Alpine. Now, I know contracts, you know, not worth the paper they're written on. But at the moment, right. he has a contract. So officially, looking at this list here, we've got Perez at Red Bull. It's the mm-hmm. only really attractive seat that's up for grabs because Ocon's gone. Magnussen's tied in. Ricardo's tied in. Sonoda is the next decent seat at AlphaTauri. Sonoda and Gasly. And then Has Perez. Sonoda not gone? So it's basically... He hasn't signed a new contract yet, no. All right. I thought he so, would have. No, so Sonoda... So it's basically all the Red Bull cars apart from Verstappen. Okay. I am still here. I've just turned my video off. Oh, okay. That's great for the YouTube audience. <laughs> they just got me. I've got a picture of my face. Oh, there we go. There That'd go. be better. There you go. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, that's I was fine. just doing something and I just... Yeah, no, that's fine. So, yeah, it's, there's not a lot of great seats available. So it's going to be difficult for, yeah. you know, for them to get... So they're not going to get a competitive seat. If we're back talking about Piastri and Alpine mm. again, he's not going to be able to get a decent seat. It's no. only going to be... It's only... It's going to be Alpine. out. Alpine or yeah, or like a like a Williams or something. That's really the only seat they're going to get. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a. It's not going to be a city season of city seasons this year. There's no one really coming no. in. I, no. I, you know, I don't think there's anyone in F two that everyone's looking at going. Oh my god, we have to get him in. No, not yet. I mean, um, I haven't. Spoil not spoiler. Sorry. Um, full disclosure. I've not actually watched the. I've watched half of one F three race so far. I need to watch the rest of the uh, support I watched, races. I watched. I watched F two feature race. I was gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna watch them later on today, uh, but uh, I just haven't had time yet because again, I've been in a black box all week, so it's been um, impossible to see. Yeah. So I've done that. Um, but yeah, there's no. Go on. You're the way, or cough. Whatever you're doing. Go. Um, hello. Um, that? Yeah, good. It was a good yawn. Um, I yeah, I haven't actually worked out what. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about. I'm con- so we tired talk- of yawns, yeah. and I've gone now going back to bed. Yeah, we were talking about contracts and stuff as oh, well. Yeah. And- um, yeah, I don't, like. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. There's no one in F2 that's going to be that's really mm. like amazing that everyone's shouting about every excitement um oh yeah talking about something that we, we we were having a bitch fest about this on on the old chat you're gonna talk about the bloody safety car now aren't you i always love the safety car me come on you know me and safety well, you cars. don't love the safety car that's your issue yeah again is that Aston a crock of shit no it's not it's, a it's an car. absolute crock of shit i like the look of it i would love to take one for a drive do not get me wrong but jesus christ bert mylander would um was definitely pushing that car beyond its limits. Um, at one point, I thought it was going to go and do a Leclerc uh, as it landed, as it flew over a chicane. He's a professional um, driver. He knows what he's doing. So is Leclerc, and he flew off. Um, so And so is Sainz, and so yeah, he's not, he's lots not, of people. Yeah, he's not um, going to be pushing it to those limits, though, is he? Because he's. I mean, he looked like he was. 
He was flying across the sausage curbs. It's like, what are you doing? It's a lot different driving an open wheel car to driving a closed cockpit car. Just ask Alex Alban. He knows all about that. <laughs> yeah, at least Alex Alban knows the width of his car when it's closed combat. Um, he, does, he does now. He's definitely improved yeah. in that sense. He has improved. Um, it's giving all those lessons to Sonoda. That's what's yeah. happened there. Um, but um, no, that uh, that that um, that Aston is a crock of shit. I like all the Astons on that track at the moment. Uh, the only one I'd give is the DB, uh, DBS. Um, uh, the, my time of day. I mean, as if we're talking aesthetically, I prefer the Mercedes, but I don't think no, the Aston's so much. I, I prefer the Mercedes. Mercedes. I prefer no, the Mercedes. I hate the Mercedes. I, I like I like that AMG. I hate the grill. I, I hate like the, the grill. I love that. I hate it. That aggressive AMG grill. It's like it's part of the reason I want like a Mercedes E-Class Estate as my next car or something like <laughs> that. That would be perfect for what I do. But yeah, it's, it, I I love the look of those those AMGs anyway. Just generally, yeah. so anything like that looks great to me. But. No. No, 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 no. I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of the, the way the Aston styled. Certainly, the medical car looks horrendous. I love the medical car. Of course you do. It looks like your Volvo. That's why. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with my Volvo. I know there's nothing wrong with your Volvo. I just wouldn't want to drive it around a racetrack. I would. I'd love to drive this around the racetrack. I reckon it would be pretty good. Well, at it least make... would be decent. It would be actually. I, I sort of set it into um, dynamic mode, and it, Jesus, it does fly when i want it to um and gives you a massage as you drive which i'm currently getting at the moment Um, (laughs) actually having a massage while i'm uh, chatting to you um so yeah i think um the astons generally are shit on track no matter which aston safety car or race car vettel i think is is driving that beyond its limits is it is it the car or is it this weekend, I think Vettel got the car to its potential, and Stroll was just again just a roadblock. Stroll, <laughs> Stroll was Stroll. I mean, he, he he was. See, this is the thing. Like he was just, and he, he got points creating, this week. So yeah, he, well, but he point, should point, be getting. So he should be getting point. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. let's just like appreciate the fact that Sebastian Vettel has had two races in that car this year. One horrific race. And he's already ahead of Lance Stroll in the championship. Yeah. In fact, he's got four times the points that Lance Stroll's got. <laughs> but Sonoda, yeah. my God, he was flying. He was definitely a candidate for me for driver of the day. Where did he end up? Uh, he finished above um, above Vettel in the end, didn't he? And then okay. he was behind well, what about Russell? What about Russell then? Because he was... Surely he's going to be a driver of the day. He flew up that track well, he made in, a a car that should not, in a car that should not be doing that. Well, he made a good start. And he yeah. had clear air for the entire race. Yeah. And uh, he made a meal of passing Magnussen, who was struggling. Uh, he eventually got the job done, which, as I said, you know, more than most people could do. Um, but he was in clear air. And then he was falling away from Norris. And then Bottas in the Alfa Romeo was coming up behind him. Bottas was right behind him, pushing him. Then Bottas had a massively long pit stop. And then at the end of the race, Bottas is back up with him again. Bottas yeah. was a quick... Bottas had the quicker package this weekend. So... Yeah. He was the quicker driver this weekend, but and and that's that's part driver, part car because you see, obviously Hamilton was way back in the pack, Joe was way back in the pack, but the guys in clear air, Russell and Bottas, were fighting each other for fifth yeah. and sixth. So if they can sort their qualifying out, sort their starts out, then they're going to be up there. But yeah. at the moment, Russell's the one that's getting the best out of that car, definitely. But um, and was Lando lucky this week? I mean, yeah, he was lucky. I mean, he had the pace for he had the pace for fourth place. 
with Sainz yeah. out of the race. I mean, he had the, he had the pace of fifth place, but yeah. with Sainz out of the race and Leclerc making a mistake, he got the best. Yeah. He couldn't get any more out of that. Ricardo no. probably would have been seven four eight. He would probably have been around Bottas that area there. Well, he was. He was ahead of Bottas, so you could say, you know, if things had worked out because there was no overtaking realistically, he probably would have been up yeah. there ahead of um, ahead of Russell. Can you see the random woman walking around behind I, me? I see people walking around behind you. Yeah, there's a random woman just walking backwards and forwards behind me. Just like, what are you doing? That's really strange. Stop being mm. strange. She's just walking backwards and forwards between a car and the, the fence in a car park. She's literally just pacing. How weird. This is what happens in Rathkeel. Rathkeel is the home of the traveller. No, seriously, look it up. It's the traveller's centre. Okay. So okay. it's full of crazy people. Anyway, back to normal life. Sorry, I was getting really distracted by the crazy yeah, lady fine. behind me. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, what about Ricardo this week? Was he? He was okay. He was all right. I, I think he was, again, he's, because he's just constantly behind, that woman's distracting me now on your camera. <laughs> I know. She's literally uh, walking back to, to here yeah, yeah. and then walking literally to a car on the right. Yeah. Like, I don't um, know what she's doing. She's like yeah, doing so, laps. Yeah, Ricardo was, was okay. I think he, as I said, I think he would have been in that fight for sort of seventh, eighth place, sixth place maybe. But yeah, he just, he was just, I think he did okay, but he just, he's just Is not getting Is it time for him to go? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I think definitely um, that Norris has <laughs> stopped doing that. There she is. <laughs> Bye-bye. She'll be there in a minute. <laughs> She's just walking backwards and forwards. It's like, uh, what are you doing? Find out her name so we can credit her in a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I don't even know who she is. Um, no, I, I don't. I think mean, it's look right go. behind me. Behind me, there is a massive green field, like an absolutely massive green field that she could be walking around. There's a there's a thing called the Greenway to my left here, which is a road that goes all the way into the Limerick. She could be walking up and down there. No, she's just walking backwards and forwards behind my car. There's like a whole car park to walk behind. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? So anyway, Ricardo, I think he's all right. Uh, I, I think he's probably is going to slip into that, not number two driver as such, but the driver who's probably not expected to get the results of the other. I, I can't yeah. see him fighting Lando now, certainly not this season. Um, I, I think that that dynamic is now set. Um, yeah. And with Lando signing that long-term contract, I think it's only a matter of time before he wins races. But whether that comes this year, I'm not entirely convinced. It may be a couple mm. of years now. I think he he missed his shot in Russia. That was his yeah. chance to get off the mark. But um, it will happen <laughs> at some point for him. It will happen at some point. But yeah, no. But R- Ricardo, I think his best days are now behind him. Unfortunately, it's just whether he decide if he decides he wants to try another another shot, another move somewhere else. I'm not sure. Who I don't think that's going to make any difference. He might. He's not like Bottas that had a bit more spunk still in him. Yeah. He might. He might get a. He might get a like an Alfa Romeo or a or a. But um, he's not though. Like Bottas is Williams. obviously going to stay at Alfa Romeo. Yeah, well, he's he got a two-year go contract. To he's got a two-year contract. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you never know. He might. He might just want to stay in the sport. But if he does move to another team, I'm pretty sure. Certainly in the modern era, that would mean that he's raced for more individual teams than anyone else in certainly yeah. in recent history because he's he raced for HRT, Toro Rosso. Uh, then Bull. he went. Then he went to Red Bull. Then to Renault, and then McLaren. So is that's five teams already. If he races for your ass, I don't know if anyone else who's raced for six teams. Vettel maybe. I think Vettel's five. 
Vettel's BMW, Toro Rosso, Red Bull, Ferrari, Aston Martin. So, yeah, I think... Okay, it's... so now she's stopped walking behind me. She's now walking <laughs> up and down on the right here. Like, <laughs> just go away! <laughs> what is wrong with her? Get her in your car. We'll have her on as a guest. Oh, no. She's probably going to stab me. <laughs> um, nice. That's a bit of cultural appropriation there. Well done. Oh, no, she, well, I was about to say, she's Indian. It's not, she's not a traveler. Oh, okay. Um, so, unless they do Indian travelers, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't quite know what she's doing, but she's obviously just getting her steps in. Maybe she's, I don't know. Mm, but wouldn't you just walk around in circles as opposed to up and down? Anyway, she's really distracting. I'm sorry. Um, so, anyway, I think we've meandered around the whole. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts on Schumacher? Because I'm really, like, I'm really disappointed in Schumacher this year. I think he, I I was always disappointed in Schumacher. He was, I always said he was there for a name and he wasn't there because he had any actual talent. Um, I think there was more deserving people that could have come up, um, but he was there because he brought the German money, the German money and because of his name. Yeah, I mean, I was never, I never thought that he was going to be a world champion, but the fact that it was, I didn't think Mazepin was that bad, and yet mm. it seems like he just was that bad. Because, he was that bad. That's the thing. Because he was so shit, he made Schumacher look good. Because Schumacher's moved forward a bit this year, but he's still not always getting out of Q one, and he's still not scoring points. Yeah. Four races into the season, in a car where Kevin Magnussen has, you know, outside chance of challenging for a podium on occasion. And yeah. and then there's Schumacher still still with zero points. And he, I mean, even this week, even though he was finding it hard this week, Magnussen was still far above Schumacher, and oh, Schumacher yeah. was just spinning it randomly. Yeah, he was I doing mean, a Mazzy spin. He yeah. literally has taken over the mantle of Mazzy's spin. Yeah, but if Maybe you look this... at last year, Schumacher did spin just as much as Mazepin last year. Oh, really? Yeah, is that an actual fact? Well, he was. He was making more. He was making more errors. He was make, having more crashes. He was just getting further. Yeah, but he just had more pace. Mazepin was just way off the back. Schumacher yeah. just had more pace, but was still crashing. Yeah, he was still crashing yeah. and uh, and causing damage and spinning. And I mean, Mazepin may have just kind of shaded him overall in like spins and crashes, but certainly for damage to car, Mazepin didn't damage the car as much like, as Schumacher did. The thing is, I think he's he's there because he's a nice guy. Do you know, and he's got a Schumacher name. That's literally why I think he's there. Well, he's placed there for Ferrari, isn't he? Ferrari yeah. wants to put him in that. I think Ferrari have now realised that he's not going to be the finished Anything article. Special. Well, that, that, well, that that's almost proved by the Carlos Sainz getting a yeah. two-year contract. Exactly. You know, I um, think they signed Carlos Sainz as a two-year stopgap to allow Mick Schumacher time to get used to Formula One. And now that he hasn't shone, they're thinking we better sign up Sainz quick before we lose him. So yeah, because someone will snap Sainz up. Yeah, he would be. He would have been an interesting one had he not. You know, he would have been moving, but I don't know where he would have moved to. Again, he's, he would again, have been great in Alpine. Well, he he's been he's been at the Enstone team before when it was Renault, yeah. uh, and it didn't work out for him. They uh, oh, yeah. did, they didn't get on with him. Where but else yeah, could he have gone? Really? Yeah, I mean, back to McLaren if it didn't work out for him. If he were, if Hamilton left, Merck. yeah, he would he would have been a solid choice. Certainly, yeah. if Russell was performing. Yeah, he would have been a solid He'd choice. Be a great choice to put into there, mm. um, but the timings wouldn't have worked out for that unless Hamilton decided to retire. So, yeah, but I think they've done the right thing in signing him. They've definitely done the right thing in signing him because it's um, it's, it's and he's obviously happy there. 
yeah, they've got they've now got solid. They've got consistent solid driver lineup for three years. So they're. Uh, it's a three-year contract. Uh, well, this, two this, year, this year, this year, and the yeah. next two, this year and yeah. the next two. So I don't know how Iron. How long's Leclerc? How long Leclerc's? I think Leclerc is. Uh, I think that'll bring him in line with Leclerc. Leclerc yeah. might have an extra year. Um, I'm pretty sure that probably brings him in line with him because I'm pretty sure he signed a five-year deal back in 2019. Okay. Um, so that would have yeah. meant. That yeah, so that's twenty 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 one twenty two twenty yeah, so that that should bring him in line with Leclerc. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I don't. I anyway, back to Mick Schumacher. I think mm. he needs to fuck off um, and put someone else in there that deserves that space because that house isn't as shit as it used to be. Mm. It's not as great as it used to be. But it's not as great as it once was back in the day, but it's not as shit as it used to be. I think it's it's getting close to where it used to be, which is good. I think you can I think you can give Mick the season, um, but I think oh, we're going to have to, aren't we? <laughs> beyond that, I, I I don't think unless he has a massive upturn in form, I don't I don't expect to see him in that car next year. What do you think yeah. the driver of the day then? Driver of the day. Uh, so officially, Verstappen got it. Did he? I don't. Know. Um, I didn't see it. Yeah, officially, Verstappen got it. Okay. Uh, my driver so. of the day. Um, see for me I don't think it's Verstappen Russell or Perez weirdly probably okay. one of those two I don't think it's Verstappen because he led from the front he had a yeah, bit of a race I mean, with Leclerc and that was it you know. he, raced, he raced well in the sprint which I think you've probably got to take into account as well the yeah. sprint because it is part of the race weekend yeah. and it's part of the racing of the weekend I suppose uh, I know it's driver of the day but we do you know we do yeah. kind of consider qualifying in that as well so um, yeah he did well in that but he wasn't really challenged in the race. Uh, he just followed everyone else's strategy, and yeah, it's fine. He yeah, he did everything he could to win. He didn't make any mistakes. He was solid, absolutely solid. Yeah. For me, he would be a solid choice for driver of the day. But I think other, some other drivers did perform better. Okay. Um, and Who I, would you I, say? I think out of those, it's it's Snowder or Bottas. Um, and I think the fact that Bottas yeah. overcame that gap with the um, with the pit stop to then be on the back of Russell and challenging him at the end. I think it's Bottas for me. Bottas was flawless. I don't think it's Perez because Perez did make that mistake. He was under pressure oh, from yeah. Leclerc. Um, he, he, I don't think on another track, I don't think he finishes second. I think he finishes no. behind Leclerc. It's just the, the, yeah, the track the specific. The so tiny. Yeah. For me, yeah. So I, I think it's between those two. I mean, Norris is a fair shout as well. But again, Norris, for the same reason. As I think Norris Verstappen. was just lucky. You know, yeah. and the same reason I was lucky happen. and he, was steady. He absolutely nailed what he could do with that car, which is what yeah. Verstappen did. Um, but for me, just the fact that Bottas has overcome some adversity to then get back to where he should, the minimum of where he should have been, another track, he's he's finishing fifth place or fourth place. Um, so for me, I think probably Bottas. Sonoda gets a definite honourable mention here. I think he had a solid... Yeah, solid I think I'd well. rather go... I think I'd go for Bottas because... Yeah. But I think he... It was a solid drive by him. He did some. He did he made some, some great overtakes great moves, as well, which a lot moves, of people couldn't and do. And is is driving that car to more than it should have been. Mm. Uh, that being proven that Joe is not driving it to where it should have been, although mm. could have driven it to where it should have been. Mm. Um, so no, I think yeah, that um, Bottas is probably a good shout. Yeah, cool. Any uh, any nominations for Dick of the Day? Probably Leclerc. Yeah, just the, probably um, because he binned it, and he, he was just a bit of a useless wet blanket, um, yeah. and he could have 
done so much better. That probably doesn't mean he was a dick, but there was no one apart from Schumacher again, just spinning it everywhere. But that he, you know, there was no one that was overly dickish. Uh, was there? I'm just trying to think. No, we seem to we're going to have a lack of dickishness this season. I think no one is being a dick. Mm. Uh, no one's pulling any dick moves. Possibly um, the front jack who man smashed, for Esteban who smashed Ocon. into the front jack man for Esteban Ocon. Oh for, yeah, for releasing Ocon, a, yes. for releasing yes. Ocon into Hamilton's Okay, path. yes, yes, that was um, yes, the front jack man from Ocon. Mm. I think yeah, that was a dick move, um, and and that was a deliberate dick move as well. That wasn't an yeah, that was him trying to, that him was trying him to, get, trying to get him out. So. Yeah. That whoever who like it might not be the front drag man, but whoever fucking called that release. Mm. Uh, I mean, is if the, the race had completely changed once DRS was enabled, then we could potentially say race direction for not enabling DRS. But yeah, the fact but is, nothing did, happens. Once they did enable DRS, nothing happened. No, no. I, lo- so. I love the <laughs> I love that the commentary said, "Well, if anyone who's new to Formula One is wondering what what life without DRS would look like in Formula One, this is it." And then yeah. they enabled DRS. It's like, open doors. oh and wait, this no, this is still it. No, it's just a shit track. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shit track you can't overtake on that we just happen to have had two decent races at. Yeah. Joe, I actually think last year's cars would have raced better around here than this year's cars because I just last, wanted rain. That's what I wanted. Year's, last year's cars, if you're where you can't follow quite as easily, last year's cars, you're not going to be able to stay a second within the car in front. So the cars yeah. that were quicker, like in a situation where Hamilton was right up Gasly's rear wing, Gasly probably would have dropped over a second behind Albon and Hamilton yeah. probably would have gone through. He probably then wouldn't have been able to get past Albon because Albon was quicker. So yeah. it's, I think it would have been easier to overtake in the DRS yeah. train with last year's cars. But yeah. equally, it still would have been impossible up front. So it just would have yeah. been Verstappen driving away with it no matter what yeah. Leclerc did. So it's still think, a definite gain with yeah. this year's cars. Um, but yeah, no, de- the de- um, yeah, there's no... Um, there's no, uh, there's no way that that dear, um, what's it called? DRS actually DRS made rate. any fucking made any fucking difference. Didn't to make anything. a lot of difference at all, did it? It allowed it, it helped with a few overtakes, but that's all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so predictions, we didn't we didn't do any predictions because we didn't do a podcast for the Australian Grand Prix, right. so we didn't do any predictions for Imola. But we did do predictions for Australia um, that were all completely wrong. Um, the only thing I I said there would be multiple Red Bull power unit issues, so that's kind you of right. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, with Verstappen, um, yeah. I said multiple. Um, I don't know if anyone else had an issue. Did it? Yeah, um, uh, uh, Gasly or Snow did it. I can't remember. Yeah. It's a while there back. There's something now, that went on. Actually, yeah, didn't Snowder have a problem every session yeah. or was that a different race? Can't remember now. But yeah, yeah, so I say that's a win for me and you as well. You, you're, Both of our hot takes were right because your hot take yeah. was a Ferrari will not finish. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's all right. We can't, predict, we can't predict pole I just, yeah. winner uh, or anything like that, but we can predict a hot take. <laughs> no, yeah. Because I suppose it's the hot takes are more just about how everything else is going in the season mm. at the moment as opposed to poll which is which is so many variables on on track temperature rain and we're two weeks ahead of it you know mm. team dynamics what yeah. the hell's going on yeah you know um and plus it's so, just so unpredictable this year yeah. as well it's very so difficult my my hot take this year is uh hamilton's gonna bin it what at miami oh, race. at miami hamilton's gonna buy it and bin it because he's gonna be too stressed with something uh he's just losing his 
Declan will at the moment. I I don't think he will because I think he's just I I don't think he's going to bin it because he's not fighting for a championship. I think he's just gonna he's just gonna underperform. Um, he's gonna I think yeah. He, well, he might. When I say lose it, he's either going to lose it on the track or he's going to lose it with what's his chops, um, Wolf. He was already on the edge this week, you know, and there's going to be something that's either going to be said or done. Cool. So um, I, I will I will put that in my predictions there or the predictions as Hamilton to bid it either on or off track. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, for my hot sake, um, Miami is going to be shit. The race is going to be terrible. That's going to be my prediction. It's going it, to be an awful the thing race. Is, it's going it, to. Uh, we don't. I, I mean, we don't really know the track, do we? It's a. I'm guessing it's another. Monaco, it's very tight. No, very it's small. It's, it's going around the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, um, but that's what I'm saying. It's going to be in a, one in a car park. It's going to be a race yeah, but in a car I, park. I don't think it's going to be tight. Um, I haven't really seen it to be honest with you, but um, I don't think. It's I going think. To be... Do you know what I think it's going to be like? It's going to be like a Formula E race. Yeah, probably. It you know, like they're all e going to be slightly on top of each other, and yeah. and then there's going to be a few leaders that just suddenly power off and that be it. Yeah. And so, the track with you. Part of that part of that prediction uh, is the race will be terrible, um, but also we are going to ha- we're going to be treated. I say treated. I use the term loosely with constant interviews with with irrelevant celebrities that no one cares about. Oh, uh, who's the, who are the irrelevant celebrities going to be? Will I am almost oh, yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, probably someone like that. Um, They'll probably be like um, Roger Federer else? or something like that. Or yeah, some random sporting person. Probably yeah. one of the. Um, Probably Sienna or Vanessa. Um, <laughs> Serena or Venus. Serena, that's the one. <laughs> Sienna or Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, leave me alone. I need bed. <laughs> Not only did I get one name wrong, I got both of them wrong. I, lo- I love that I still knew who you were talking about, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Right. Anyway, oh. on that bombshell. Oh, right. Okay, so what do you reckon then for poll winner? Uh, poll, um, poll, 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 poll. Let's give it to science for once. Oh, I was going to say science. I'm going to say something different. Um, I'm going to say Perez. There we go. Sergio Perez. Perez. Um, and then winner, uh, chicken dinner. Who's going to be the chicken dinner? Uh, uh, Verstappen. Verstappen. I'm tempted to say the same, um, I think. But in the interest of being different, I I will say George Russell. There we go. Because I predicted that Hamilton would finish on pole yeah. for the Australian Grand Prix. I think there's going to be some updates coming to that Mercedes at some point, and it's going to pick up. It, well, yeah, you know, I don't think it's next week, though. Probably, it's probably not going to be until Spain, but I'm going to keep predicting Mercedes for good things until it happens. I'm going to manifest it into existence. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to go through the standings for F2 and F3 because um, I haven't watched them yet. So uh, I'm not, I don't want to okay. get spoilers. Um, so we've got the Monaco <laughs> E-Prix this weekend. So that's going to be... Yes. Fun to watch. Now, that is genuinely a good race. So if you don't watch... If, if you watch Formula 1... It's and better you watch Monaco, than Monaco. If you watch Formula 1 and you watch Monaco and you hate Monaco and you're thinking, should I watch Formula E? 
just go and watch Formula E around Monaco and just see the difference. It's so much better. It is a lot better. I, I still think the overall product of Formula One is a better product, but the Formula E product, yeah. when it comes to it, excitement around Monaco is definitely a superior product. Yeah. We've also, that's Saturday, and we've also got the um, IndyCar at Barber Motorsports Park um, at uh, on Sunday as well. So uh, that's your motorsport fix for this weekend with no Formula One until the following week. Um, um. Yeah, which is Welcome to Miami. Which I still don't know that song. but Oh, yes, Will Smith will be there. I'm sure we'll see Will Smith. No, he's not. He'll, he won't be. Will Smith will not be there. He is not going to be Toast of the Month. He would have been there. Had he we had, had this been a, two, a month ago, he would have been there. We were just talking about Will Smith before we went live on the podcast, actually. Yeah. Oh, were maybe, we? Maybe, was that before yeah, we were. the podcast? Yeah, it was, yeah. I thought it was during the podcast. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe Chris Rock will be there. Chris Rock would be hilarious if Chris Rock's there. I reckon he should um, turn up and he'd have like this kind of and then, hand, hand print on his face. <laughs> and then there'll be some random basketball player that no one's ever heard of or baseball player or someone yeah. there or American footballer like uh, who, will be, who will be friends with Hamilton. Yeah. You know, and, and will be Hamilton's yeah. best buddy. Maybe, so. maybe we'll see like um, Megan Thee Stallion there again like we did in Austin last year. That'll be fun, wouldn't it? Oh my god! But that's the kind of oh, thing. Please, we're my blood will get an interview with her. Please. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was fine. It was just her entourage that were being yeah. dickheads, wasn't it? She was actually it's, all right. It, do you know what? Working in the film industry, it's not the cast that the fucking idiots. It's the fucking yeah. entourage. You yeah. just really want to fucking punch all the fucking assistants. They're the mm. worst people. Not the actual. There, there's my hot take on the film industry. I, 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 I hear your your mate in the film industry is in a bit of trouble. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say names because I don't want to get libel. But Which one, one? Of, one of your mates who called you a wanker once on set that you hate. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's Come. in a bit. He's, he's in a bit. He's in. A, oh, is he? I'm he's in a bit. To... Yeah, he's Jesus. in a bit. He's in a bit of trouble for something. Uh, so what's on now? Oh no, Carlos! <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> oh, oh. Yes, because he's a fucking knob. I'm going to have to cut that out of the podcast now. No, you're not. You're going to have to bleep it. And you're just going to have to fucking deal with it. Oh, no. He is a knob. It's out on YouTube now. I'm going to have to... I don't know. (laughs) If you want to hear what Carl said, go to the YouTube because I'm going to have to bleep it on the audio podcast. Why? uh, Why? (laughs) wants to come and fucking sue me, come at me because... Because I've got stories about that twat. Bring it on. Oh, no. Bring it on. Uh, anyway. He's an absolute knob. And I'm so glad he's going done. There. The opinions of Carl King right. do not necessarily reflect those of Monkey Seat Podcast or Tom Horrocks. <laughs> what a knob. Uh, anyway. But- Let's move on before we get ourselves sued even more. So, um, thank you Look, for seriously, listening. This, bring it on, mate. Bring it on. Ah, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Follow me at Tom Horrocks F one. Follow us on Twitter at Monkey Pod. If you want to follow Carl, he is at Jailbird. Uh, <laughs> at soon to be um, sued to twat. Um. <laughs> I'm going to be here for an hour editing this now. Uh, yeah, and I'm at Tom Horrocks F1. Thank you to, uh, to the support. I'm at Sk- underscore Skycloth, where <laughs> I will be putting my opinions on that same person. Um, I am at underscore <laughs> twat. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. allegedly. Um, uh, yeah, thank you to. No, he's not allegedly. I was there. <laughs> right. Thank you to Furball's Rescue as well for uh, for doing such great things as well, and please support them. <laughs> yeah. um, and if said celebrity could give them lots of money, that'd be awesome as well. Yeah. I'm going to go before we end up before I end up doing anything else. We're going to regret. Um, now I want to listen to the end of this podcast to oh try and work out what gets said. God. How are you going to edit that out? Thank you for listening. Bye. The crazy woman's left.